All right, Alexander, let's revisit Russiagate. This is a story that we've done hundreds upon hundreds of videos on, to be quite honest. But I have to be honest with you, I have forgotten uh, quite a lot of the details, but I definitely remember Deripaska. I definitely remember Christopher Steele. I don't think we ever talked about this guy, McConagall, this New York FBI agent, but lo and behold, it looks like this guy was colluding with uh, a Russian oligarch. It looks like this oligarch is Deripaska. Deripaska. That's the way it looks, at least. And uh, this is, you know, let me read you a tweet from J Jack Pasobic and then I'll pass it off to you because this is this, the, how strange this has become. And this is what Jack Pasobic tweeted. I'm just going to repeat this for the people in back. An FBI official who investigated Trump for illegal ties to Russia but found none was, has just been arrested for his own illegal ties to Russia. Internalize this. <laughs> that sums, sums things up. <laughs> this is exactly right. Now, I mean, let's talk about who this man McGonigal is. Now, I agree. I mean, he's one of those people who flew below the radar. We did massive numbers of programs about Russiagate. I would say that I think that our coverage of Russiagate, which was still very much ongoing whilst we were doing a lot of those programs and we did heaps of articles before. I think anybody who goes over it will see that we were absolutely right about it right the way through. I mean, we were ahead of much of the game. And, you know, there were other commentators who spoke correctly about Russiagate as well. We weren't the only people there, but we got Russiagate right. We said this whole story of collusion between Trump and the Russians to steal the 2016 election was nonsense. And now it is pretty much accepted by most objective people and i think by the u.s government actually so they haven't quite come out and said so that this was the case after all Mueller basically said that he could find no evidence and in fact we could go beyond that and say that he found lots of evidence and that evidence confirmed that the collusion allegation was was nonsense now mcgonigal did play a big role even though, as I said, he was not one of the people that, you know, was visible. Now, one of the key events that allegedly got the whole Russiagate, you know, crossfire hurricane investigation started was a meeting between um, a junior Trump foreign policy aide, Papadopoulos, I'm sure you remember him, and an Australian diplomat, Alexander Downer, in a wine bar in London, in Kensington, which I used to frequent myself, by the way, though I don't recall ever meeting any of these guys. Anyway, Alexander Downer, who is an American, uh, Australian diplomat, I think he was the Australian ambassador to Britain, high commissioner to Britain at the time, tipped off the FBI that... Uh, Papadopoulos had met with this very mysterious man, Joseph Mifsud, who has since disappeared. <laughs> I mean, nobody seems to know where he is or what became of him or who he was. I mean, he just vanished like a puff. He was, uh, you know, supposedly a professor. He was supposedly head of some kind of institute. Anyway, but uh, Downer 
claimed that Papadopoulos in this wine bar told him that Mifsud, who was supposedly connected with the Russians, had told that Mifsud had told Papadopoulos in a hotel in London that the Russians had lots and lots of dirt on Hillary Clinton, including emails. <laughs> and supposedly Mifsud passed this on to Papadopoulos and Papadopoulos supposedly passed it on to Downer. Now, every part of that story, by the way, um, can be subjected to an awful lot of, uh, you know, you can contest mo pretty much all those linkages. But there is no doubt at all that Downer contacted somebody in the FBI and told that person in the FBI that I've been given this information that the Russians have all this dirt and all these emails of Hillary Clinton's. And the person down contacted was McGonigal. That, that, so McGonigal was right there, right at the beginning. He was one of the people within the FBI who launched Crossfire Hurricane and who was responsible for the whole construction, if you like, of the collusion theory and who proceeded to investigate Donald Trump and caused Russiagate to happen. Now, what we learn is that McGonigal was also, at the same time as he was doing all of these things, making all these claims about Trump being in, you know, tied to the Russians, he was himself tied to the Russians because he was receiving, or this is the allegation, this is the accusation, he was being paid by a Russian oligarch, Oleg Deripaska, a, a, a person who has featured significantly over the course of Russiagate. McGonigal was being paid by Deripaska for information about another Russian oligarch. We're not, we're not told exactly who. So Deripaska was paying McGonigal, who was at the heart of the start of Russiagate. Deripaska was also, by the way, paying another person who was prominent in Russiagate. He was also, at one point in time at least, funding Christopher Steele. Christopher Steele? the man who put together that celebrated dossier. So you start to see Deripaska becoming quite an important figure in this affair. I don't want to make too many connections. I don't think we can at the moment. We just don't know enough how this all, uh, 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 how this all puts together. Now, you've just read out to me a tweet I'm going to read to you another tweet um, by somebody called Noel Cook, which says that the Russia collusion hoax was a masterful work of projection. They paid Danchenko. They paid Steele. They paid Halper. Danchenko was the person who wrote the Steele dossier, mainly. Steele was the person who circulated the Steele dossier. Halper was the person, the FBI agent, who was, or rather informer, who was investigating Papadopoulos. Remember him? The man we were talking about who spoke to Downer, about whom Downer spoke to McGonigal. So they paid Danchenko, they paid Steele, they paid Helper. 
They even paid Twitter. They got paid by Derry Pasca, so they chased Trump. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 quite extraordinary. Everything circulates. Everything goes round in circles. <laughs> and at the end of the day, you find Derek Tasca somehow in the middle of all of this. And of course, all of these people who were getting paid by Derek Tasca ended up pursuing Trump. What, why is this coming out? Well, Does this have is, any connection to Biden, yeah, to Ukraine, yeah. to the classified docs, to, uh, or, or, or none of this? Why is this coming no. out? I would think well, that they would look to bury this type of stuff. At least the Biden well, that, White House would look to bury this. Well, you've asked the, you've asked a really important question because all that what we've just been talking about now is history. I mean, if I can guarantee you, most people have lost track now of Mifsud, who as I said, have vanished. We don't know what he is or where he's gone, or even if he still exists, or even if he was ever a real person, by the way. But you know, let's not go into all of that. People, most people have forgotten about Papadopoulos. Most people have forgotten about Downer. Why are people suddenly bringing this up? Why are all of these prosecutions happening? Well, I think, and this doesn't seem to have any connection, by the way, with that uh, special counsel investigation of Russiagate by, well, do you remember who is the special counsel who is investigating Russiagate? <laughs> um, I mean, you know, or, or that, this is to be unrelated to that. So why is this, why is this prosecution happening now? Why uh, uh, suddenly is another branch of the Justice Department bureaucracy suddenly coming forward and beginning these prosecutions? Well, you could, of course, assume that it was somebody who's just discovered that this corruption was going on. It's all coincidence. Well, you can believe that if you wish. You know, I've got lots of bridges to sell you. <laughs> or it might instead be that this is all part of this web of investigations, very serious investigations, which we're starting to see um, involving the Biden administration, involving the president himself. The president himself undoubtedly did have um, a role in Russiagate. He attended important meetings in the White House where the president, the then president, Barack Obama, was briefed. He was vice president at the time. He made contributions that we know about from the FBI briefing notes. One does wonder whether this is all connected to all of that in some way, whether somebody is now bringing out some of these connections and whether this pros prosecution is somehow connected to that. That, I think, is by far the most plausible explanation. And what about Deripaska? What what happens now yeah. with, well, with Deripaska, this whole Deripaska Russian thread? Yeah, well, Deripaska, of course, has been heavily sanctioned, and I believe he's skulking somewhere in Russia. He's, by the way, not on good terms with Putin. Never has been. So I don't know what's going to happen to Deripaska, um, but I suspect that what we're going to find over the next few months is that Deripaska is involved in lots and lots of things, that he was at one time the richest of all the Russian oligarchs, he isn't that anymore, and that he was paying all kinds of people, all sorts of things, and that his money has played, is, has, has gone like a thread through all of these various connections. And of course, if some of that money 
found its way to a certain person whose son had certain interesting directorships. I'm choosing my words extremely carefully, extremely carefully indeed. Well, then that will be very interesting indeed. Uh, Trump, final question, Trump, what, what's his, what, what do you think his take is going to be on all of this? I don't think he knows. I think, I think he's probably, because Trump, despite what people think, I think he's got a good nose for this sort of thing. As I said, he um, um, clearly worked out very quickly, for example, what the Steele dossier was all about, that it was a, an attempt to blackmail him. And he was right about that. And I think he's probably got a good nose by now. And I think he's probably making some of the same conclusions or, or making rather, uh, let's be clear, some of the same guesses that we are making, informed guesses. Okay. <laughs> We're back talking about Russiagate, but we said oh, Russiagate's yeah. not going to go away. Well, the, tr the problem back. with Russiagate, the problem with Russiagate is that there's never been a proper accounting. I mean, we've had the Durham investigation just to give the special counsel his name. But of course, it's going nowhere. I mean, it's just a pretend investigation. Um, we've had no real attempt to find out and get to the bottom of this thing. And until that happens we're always going to have this swirl of doubts and rumors and interplays of people and at some point for the good health of the united states there needs to be a proper accounting about what happened over the course of russiagate because even though people don't want to talk about it it hangs over american politics like a dark cloud and it hangs over the fbi as well Maybe they want it that way. Mm. Well, yeah. All right. We'll, uh, we'll leave it there. I'm sure we'll be doing many more stories connected to, to Russiagate. I, I'm afraid Classified right. docs and all these things. Yeah. yeah. Thedrea.locals.com. We are on Rockfin as well. And look for us on, uh, on the Drea shop. 10% <laughs> off. Use the code. Good day. Take care.